Celebration, bitches. Miles of time. I'm saying. Hey, I want to say hello shit. to the, all the, the lovers and, and the and the fighters out there in the world, you know. Um, just <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the lovers and the and fighters. To all the lovers and to all the fighters. We're episode 23, we're back again. Jordan. Uh, welcome to another episode of Model Talks, a safe place for keeping a player, where we keep it kosher every time, all, all the time. time. Uh, two-thirds of the gang are here, so obviously it's SL, and... And Mac is here. I'm saying what's good. And uh, Dot, he's uh he's doing his um military, his military duties. Shout out to the veterans out there. So he won't be here for this episode. But we do have a special guest in the building. Special. It's me. Who's me? Who is Mecca. me? Mecca with the tag. Mecca with, with the tag. The holy Mecca. Check out Meg. Okay. All the above. Okay. The grand Dada. Uh huh. Briss is better half. Talk shit. Yeah, that's me. I'm Talk here. Talk shit. And we're happy to have you. I'm with the gang squad. You know what I'm saying? So and we're here. So this is our first uh, female guest. Mm, official. Yes, first official female guest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta hold the torch. Yeah, because you're representing all women. I'm gonna do my. Oh wow! That's nah, you're not representing. No, I'm doing that. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, as long as you know that men, we don't represent all men. We good money. I'm gonna do my best. That's all you can do. Do my best. Now you gotta give 125 percent. Yeah. All right. So keep it funky, man. Tell tell us. I want you I'm to go, go first. first. Yeah, keep, keep it I'm funky. Saying, our guests you know, put the pressure on you okay. because pressure makes diamonds. All right. And I want you to just get it off your chest. Okay, I can do that. Um, my keep it funky this week, as if I've ever had, had a week before, is um, people are allowed to have their own fucking opinions. Mm, okay. Word is bomb. Word is bomb. Very true. Um, you know, we live in a time and age where people like to kind of have like a stand culture and a gang culture. Um, I want to say that they're the underdogs of the world that are just now manifesting themselves. And they kind of feel like they have to stick up for everybody when people don't like them and things like that. But I'm here today to say, you guys need to stop that shit. People are allowed to have their own opinion. They don't have to like the same things that you like. They don't have to wear the same things that you wear. People are allowed to dislike things. So there's this uh, Tiffany Haddish story that's going around, floating around in the Twitter sphere and things like that. And see a lot of people on my timeline, they're caping for Tiffany, they're coming for everybody else that are simply saying they don't find her funny. I don't feel like you guys should beat people up about that. I think that that's a pretty mutual feeling if you ask the right people. <laughs> She's simply not funny to mm. people. And she is popular. Like, yes. a lot of people like her. She's doing... Her career is going well. But that opinion that she's not funny, like, that's different than, I guess, what is getting pumped more than, you know well, what I'm saying? Are you saying her stand-up's not funny? Or, like, her comedy in general? Like, in a movie, she's not funny? Or you just don't like her stand-up? I've only she seen is. one of her movies. Yeah. I she, saw... What's the girl trip? Yeah. Girl trip. She's very charismatic. Mm -hmm. That's where she gets America going. Mm -hmm. That's what that's you know that's her thing. That's what she's been doing. I'm not saying step out of your lane. She's been doing stand ups. Are they entertaining to me? No. 
I'm just kind of tired of like the whole narrative of like we're trying to bring one uh, a collective of people down or we don't support black people overall or black women overall if we simply dissent from one part. We're, we don't have to like everything from yeah. start to finish. I'm my own person. You're your own person. We're not shaking the foundation of black people because we dislike one person stand up. She's Big cool facts. all the way around the other places. But I, I simply I don't care for the girl Word. in that way. She's, like, will I watch her in movies? Yeah, probably so. Will did, I you go see, did you see Night School? I have not. I, I wanted to watch it. I wanted to check it out. <laughs> I stopped at Girls Trip. And she's funny on the things that she does. Like I liked her on the car. Yeah, I like her. I like her. But, but she gets a chance to write her stuff down, you know, and, you know, <laughs> get it drafted. And, I mean, you know what I mean. But, but talking about, I saw her stand up that was on Showtime. I don't know if it's She Ready or whatever it's called. And it wasn't. I didn't. It was. It wasn't that good to me. I did stick through the whole end. I st- stuck through the whole thing to the end. And um, you know what I'm saying I like. I said I think I agree with you. She is charismatic, but I kind of do slot fit on that side of the opinion. Like I don't think she's that funny standard wise. But her her acting performances it was funny. I liked her on the Carmichael show. And um, I remember when Cat Williams said that stuff about her like. Over a couple months ago, yeah, talking about she ain't really got her chops or whatever. She ain't, she ain't done no real tour. Which that come came off as hating, and because he he, just was putting his he sounded like a, he sounded like a hater. But uh, when you talk about opinions, bro, like that's that's what life is about opinions. Bro. Like some people think I'm cute, some people think I don't. Some people think Wayne is a great artist, some people think his last album was trash. And like you gotta accept that shit and move the fuck on. I'm I not, said what I said. Yeah, and man. That's all that I and said. And guess what? I didn't say she was Some a shit, trash person. Yeah, and people got triggered. You get triggered by me saying that I don't like something that you like, and talking about I'm trying to bring them down, bro. You're going too far. Relax. I just don't like her. I, <laughs> like, yeah, I just don't it. like her. That's it. Word. She's not my cup of tea. Yeah, get your money, boo. You you already ran the bag up. Like you're a success. No one's hating on you. We're just saying. Oh, and um, the last OG. I like her. She's not. She does. She does funny shit on the last OG. I like the last OG. Okay. She is. She's she's groomed out the same cloth as Kevin Hart in my eyes. Mm. As like they continue to play the same role. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with getting a bag, but you're putting you're pigeonholing yourself into a stereotype, and she's stereotyping herself into like that. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm the ghetto type of auntie. Like I'm just getting out the hood. Loud but lovable, kind of like the Cardi B effect, but a louder. And just like how Kevin Hart. Pigeonhole himself as a little scared ass nigga in all these goddamn movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. We understand that you know you are funny, but we don't want to see it three times a year. Well, Kevin Hart's case is like five, <laughs> five yeah. times in a. Quarter. His best movie to me was the um, Think Like a Man, John. Just speaking about Kevin, but Kevin Hart got the same shit. People think that nigga is not funny. <laughs> like well, I, a lot of people, and that's the difference. I actually think that his stand-up funny. is a lot more funnier than his. The laugh at my yeah, pain, John, was funny to me. The grown little man, John, was funny. The uh, when he started doing them stadium joints, I feel like they started going down and funny, in my opinion. Have y'all seen the lit? What is the latest story he's doing? Lit some lit. Uh, the lit. No, 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 no. no it's, the one he cheated on Aniko, now yeah. he's gonna, you know, irresponsible. Yeah, irresponsible. Uh, capitalize on that. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, I check him out. I check. The, I check the stuff out. Yeah. You know? But if it's bad, I'm gonna say it's bad. And if sometimes I'll shut the fuck up and let y'all do what y'all do. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my keep it funky is that just let us have our opinions. It ain't always gotta match yours. Where, Moving on. Where is Bone? Yeah. So we gonna see. I'm gonna go next. go next. I'll go next. Okay. We'll let you go last. Unless you want to go, you can. I mean, it don't matter. I can go. You want me to go? No, I'll go next. Okay. Um, keeping it funky about some shit, man. Attention is a drug. I think we said it before. I gotta say this shit again. 
Attention is a drug. I'm sure dope. I'm sure dopamine goes to your brain and your endorphins they flow. Sell attention in? Huh? Can you get a? a they they do sell it. They Ooh. they you can't you can't, you can't, you can't go to a, all you gotta do is go to your your neighbor your friendly neighborhood social media site and they either either, either take your clothes off or expose something in your life that that didn't nobody need to know about or you know what I'm saying start drama with somebody or. I think the easiest way is just take your clothes off. <laughs> just, everybody loves just, everybody And guess loves what? Like and it. everyone, I admit, I admit, I like attention. Everybody, you need attention as a human. Like, if you're just sitting in a room in the dark, your ass is probably going to fucking... I was thinking about that the other day. Just sitting in a room in the dark. Like, attention, everyone needs yeah. attention. But when people, you can tell when people are searching for a fix of that shit. Mm. They looking for, like, a hit. They're like, I need, I need a little hit of this attention real quick. Let me... Uh, okay, okay, you go. Yeah, man, it's a whole drug, and I'm not just talking about women, dudes. Why you you flashing your money? What else? And I, and it's just like uh, I think women do it more just like naturally because like women are just a little bit more vain than men. Y'all are, and that's what I like. I like it. I listen. I I look at the videos too when y'all searching for attention. But like, I don't know if y'all seen this little trend lately. It's like the big booty girls doing too much. Like they're like you're jogging trying to clap your ass. Like I seen that joint piss. I was like, it's listen, more than one video. you're not. It's a, it's a whole. It's a whole. It's, it's a, a It's a whole lot of women what doing did I this search? shit. I don't know. I don't know what to search it. It'd be on. It just show up on the timeline. But um, I just think we need to check this shit, bro. We gotta check this attention seeking shit. Get it. Get attention from good places, not from strangers, creeps. Cause listen, the comments is the most the weirdest section in the world, bro. I the, go to the comments on on, on the naked pictures. Go to the comments. Bunch of weirdos. Go. To, oh my god, it's scary. And like, I'm scared for the girls. Like, I'm scared for them. Did you see the girl on the floor jiggling her ass with somebody's son on the back of it? Oh, that was the one too. That, that's just a, wait, wait, it was her son. There was a woman, there was a woman in her bra, her bra yeah. and panties on all fours, and a little baby was Staring behind the her. Camera. The little baby was behind her, like just. On her butt and, and like and bra. she was in her panties and bra, thong panties and bra, shaking yeah. her ass on the internet. And it was a two year old like just like Holding playing with her butt, ho- grabbing her butt, and she was twerking like whole twerk music. Da, da, da. That's and that's kind of where this this keep this, me keeping it funky about this shit came from. Like attention is a drug. I, I know the dope. I know it feels good. Listen, it feels good. It feels good to get love. It feels good. But we gotta check ourselves of what we are doing to get the drug. Like I said, I think I said on last episode. Uh, the desire isn't the problem. It's how you fulfill the desire is the problem. Mm-hmm. There's no problem with wanting attention. What kind of attention? But how you go about getting the attention, that's where the problem. I, I want to have, I want to go get some food. The, me going in the trash can to get it is probably not how I should go about it. I could get sick, I could die. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that might not be a good analogy. But I'm just saying, it, hunger is a real thing. Attention is a real need. We all We all need affection. We all need attention. We all need love. Don't go to the internet for it because that shit is that shit is destructive, man. And we gotta check ourselves on it. So can I hit my neighborhood plug for some attention? We need to start selling. I could sell some attention for like an eighth. You said that. Can I get an eighth of attention? Let me get a gram. You know, an Instagram page that sell followers to you. They probably get you like there you go. For sixteen dollars. You probably get like twenty thousand. They're probably bots mm. though. Yeah. They're not real people. Nah, nah, I need that. They gonna get you them likes, make you feel loved. You need that organic sure. attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that's a great business opportunity. Give you organic attention. Like you pay us like a like one fifty two hundred. We'll just um, gluten free attention. Yeah, we'll come around. <laughs> we'll come around. We'll have people just like. 
I'll give you give you attention. A little fandom, a little fandom, a little fandom, fandom, fandom over you. for like a day. Like you walk out of your job and there's ten people yeah. like cheering you on. Yeah. Oh my god, you look so good today. Y'all know that exists, though, right? Like you could pay people to like come and hype you up. Well, not hype you up, but people be around people acting like they're stands and their fans and things and like that. Right? Yes, man. Well, no, they might not even know them, but people. No, nah, but that is a business though. We could yeah, really go into yeah. that, like just go and be like, yeah. So don't me like. We'll show. We'll show about your job, or when you Give walk you out. Clout. When you walk out to your car in the morning, we'll all be. It'll be a line of people like, yeah, you did that. Or when you walk out for before you go to the club tonight, we gonna have lots of people taking pictures. Like little paparazzi, paparazzi set up a little yeah. fake fake paparazzi moment. Yeah. Ooh. I would actually okay. For like, like a special somebody, occasion. I like somebody to follow me around with a camera one day. That's just me. Just just me for my own. I like pictures. I like video. Mm-hmm. Just me. Not doing no wow shit. Not doing no flexes. Just like nice pictures. But yeah. that's, that's a different thing. But like we saw, and I think this attention ties into fame, man. I don't know. It was like some study that went on. Is like more more kids want to be famous than like want to be like rich or something like that. Like people want fame more than they want like wealth yeah, or something like that. Like. TikTok is cool. I think it's cool. People are doing some cool shit with that. But, like, fame is a real thing. Like, people want fame. People want to be known. People want, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, just how people go about it sometimes, this shit make me cringe. Yeah. And I would say, like, I think the best way to go about getting attention is being talented at something or honing your craft and getting recognition for stuff like that. Like, oh, you like to sing? Work on your singing voice and, and, and put, your, put your talent out there for people That's to like. That's a long way. That's it's a always a long way. Work. Or you, I don't want to sing. You want the shortcut? I just want to be famous. <laughs> you just want to be famous? I just want to walk out you know the saying? door and somebody's like, ah! But you gotta you work for that, take man. Look, like, can you take a picture with me? That cheap, right, you chill, want the chill, cheap right, thrill, chill, 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 man. I, I want the you. real thrill. That's the real thrill. That's a cheap That's thrill. Cheap. I don't want to work for it. It lasts longer when it's real. It's a cheap thrill. I don't know, yeah. man. It's just it really makes me cringe, man. Especially when I see stuff like that, man. And then maybe because all my attempts to get attention, they don't work that way. You be putting a good effort in. I be trying to be like, yo, look at me, look at me. <laughs> And you know what I'm saying? I get a little love, and I'll be like, all right, that, that worked. I got my little fix real quick. Yeah. Let me get out of here. You don't, need, you don't need that. You don't need the eighth. You just need like a little. Yeah, little I need a gram. Just need a me, gram. I just need a gram attention to keep me flowing, keep me motivated, you know, keep me right. A little hard eyes every now and yeah. then, you know. Still know you, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, damn, you're handsome. Oh, thank you, girl. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that, you know. God, you're so Everybody sexy. Everybody needs reassurance. You know what I'm saying? Tell me I'm sexy. Random people. Like, goddamn. Oh, can I give you an example? Okay. I was at the job. I was at this job, and we do, like, this on-site shredding for my company. So we go to the office buildings, and we pick up their shredding, and we take it yeah. away. So I was filling in for somebody. I normally don't go out. I was filling in for somebody. We went to this office, and I was picking up the shredding. This random girl in the office just came up to me and said, like, you are so handsome. And I was like, the yeah. shave came out of nowhere. Cut. Cut. I didn't have no cut. Like, yeah. I was, I felt like I was sweaty. I didn't, I felt bummy yeah. too. I think that's, that's a little size too. Cause yeah. I'm like, yo, I still in, a, in some bummy shit. I yeah. did good. But uh, she, she's like, oh my God, like, you're so handsome. And I was like, oh, yo, thank you. Like, I appreciate that. You made my day. You pull up though. People, let me finish the story. Okay. So uh, we finish, we go around, pick up the shredding and we're going out. We're leaving out. And her and another girl just posted on a bench outside the door. And I look over, and I was like, I throw a little wave, and she waves, and she waves me over to come talk to her. So I go over there, you know what I'm saying? Hey, how you doing? What's your name? We'll get the number. Blah, blah, blah. So that was like a good little attempt. I got a little boost out of that for a couple like couple weeks. I was high off that, John. I was like, yo, shawty. <laughs> and then, now I don't go, like, like I said, I don't go out normally, but that girl will still ask about me to my coworkers, be like, yo, where is so-and-so at? And I'll be like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Birdman hand rub real quick. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm out here. Okay. <laughs> So it's like I said, like attention is not a bad thing. 
It's just when people you need healthy doses. Healthy doses. I want real. You know what I'm saying? Give me that genuine. Like I don't want a fake. Some fake fandom. Like yeah. really, really like me. Really think I'm handsome. <laughs> really think I'm charming. Really think I got a nice smile or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like, oh, you look like you lost some weight. Yeah, I've been working. I've been doing more push-ups. You know. Mm. <laughs> real genuine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a good. We gonna work on that business idea. Cause we that, gonna we're gonna sell that. That could work. You can sell that easy. And then you could do it for your people as gifts, like real quick. Ooh, like, do it for your mama. For do it for your mom, day. and she, she might be like, "What is? Up? There's like a whole bunch of people outside the house. I think they're up to something." <laughs> like, mom, just go outside. Just go outside. And then she'd be like, "Ah, hey." And be like, "What are y'all here for? We just love you. Like you're the greatest ever. Can we get a picture with you?" That can help a lot of people with self esteem issues. That's oh, really that's dope. Yeah. yeah. Let's and use like, it uh, positively. And, that, and I, I think that's and that's exactly what attention ties into, man. Your self esteem, how you feel about yourself. Because like I could feel nice about myself all the time, but a little acknowledgement from the outside, yeah, it always helps. Yeah. When Chris, when people say something about Chris Beard, I'm sure he feels a little nice about us. He'd be he, like, I'm busted. Yeah, he, you know. Someone tells me about it every time. He's like, I see. I'm like, man, I be trying. So I'm like, <laughs> he got a beard kit especially, for Christmas. Especially when you put in effort. Oh, somebody bought you a kit for Christmas. I did. Oh, she's his little. There you go. See, that's a healthy. I knew it was gonna be a good gas. That's a healthy gas. That's a healthy gas. <laughs> it's not healthy for you to be twerking on a baby. And we're actually going to talk about this <laughs> later in the show. For you to twerk in on a baby for you to get some views. Or for you to be going around. Oh, and this is what the dudes do now. Going around pranking people. Or going around like talking crazy to women. Like them prank videos. That's all it. Like why the fuck, you, why the fuck you pranking people? Yeah. What the fuck? What was the it fuck? always why y'all go? Though? Why are niggas going in it wasn't stores? Always corny. It well, was, mine was it corny? It's funny the first couple yeah. times. Why are you going in stores? But like if you're whole big fighting. Yeah, you you come in there. Some I saw I saw a video. Of the dude was uh, eating uh, like McDonald's or some shit, and like two big ass dudes came and, like slapped this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yo, y'all are making this. Why are or y'all that, doing that? That nigga that be like, Boom. my nigga, him and the nigga, fuck that, that nigga. Big, Is he hot? I hope he's dead. I'm sorry. That big black ass nigga that be like. I'm Tyrone. Oh, fuck this nigga wife, and then slap the nigga. And I'm like, yo, you should die. I would pop that nigga. And this whole Instagram is like that. Like, listen, there's a whole YouTube category for yeah. Come up with a new thing. Do, listen, you do that shit a couple Stop times. It's kind of funny. People. The first couple times is funny, but that shit is redundant. We need to come up with a new remix. Remix the shit different. Go y'all, viral once and figure something else. Y'all out going to other places? Call, y'all going into public places? Calling scene, causing scenes, jumping up on counters and shit. I seen when somebody tried to do this shit in Walmart. He got tackled by the fucking security. In nigga, real life? Niggas, real life? Yeah, this is real life. No, not I wasn't there. I'm talking about oh. the internet. Niggas try to. I don't. That shit is retarded. <laughs> Not doing, today, my nigga. Couples getting into fake arguments in public, like fake yeah. get fake getting caught with their side chick, bro. Like, come on, I'm it's it's it's, it's hack now. It ain't real. It's <laughs> Talk about it. Ain't nobody getting popped. Damn. And I want to see you niggas die. 2019. <laughs> oh, see you and more die. some shit. More some fuck Takashi. Mm. Oh. He got what he deserved. I, Everybody know, talking I, about. I, I would never wish jail on I people. Agree. People say it all the time. I was jealous somebody. You, <laughs> see, I wasn't gonna go that far. Like people try to say, like, like I, I think you need to I be wish jail. jail on R. Kelly. I wouldn't. There you go. It's like I'm I would never wish people. jail on somebody, but I'm like, I, I, he. What else was gonna happen? You're yeah, either gonna die or go to jail. Or go to jail. Nothing about your actions said anything else was gonna happen. <laughs> Nothing about what you were like, doing. I hate when the rappers be like, man, I, I wouldn't wish jail on my worst enemy. So you would rather wish That's the person sweet, die. Baby. Then go to jail. Yeah, I'd rather somebody call. go to jail than die. Nah, jail is death. Jail is a slow death. It's it's torture. But you're still alive. You still are alive. You can still jerk off and, and eat food. And I'm still you still. Fuck, 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 fuck man. Yeah. Rather, fuck a man. You'd rather physically die. 
not be here no more. You can't come back from that. You can't come back from death. You can't. You can come back they, from jail. That's what they say. You can. So or I'd you, rather. Or you won't. You'd be rather, fucking boys and getting fucked for a long time. Or <sighs> jerking off. Ugh. Tough city. I'm All I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. But like, I never liked bruh. And everybody knew it was going to happen to him. And everybody tried, Everybody just kept saying it. But, but ugh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I even brought that shit up. <laughs> Okay. But that's how I, I try to keep it as funny as possible in 2019, and that's just yeah. how I feel, right or wrong. No, I can't say fuck. I'm a Christian. Okay. I hope, I hope everything works out for bro. Yeah. Really though. <laughs> a little bit, you know, the Christian in me, the spiritual person in me. Yeah. I don't want. I can't. I don't wish bad things on people. I don't. Get that but you do get what you deserve in this life. You really do. Exactly what you deserve. Right, what you well, work for. Well, I'm a keep it funky. Talk about and... it. And. Kind of seeing, kind of going with the way that you've been seeing people um, doing dumb shit and intention and shit like that on Instagram and just in life. Like in general, it's it's not cute or it's not cool to be rude or crazy. Like when you hear people on tracks, like uh, like rap, like rap, women that's rapping talking about like I'm I'm a rude bitch. Like it's not. It's not or I'm cute. crazy. That's not cute. It's not cute. A little bit of crazy, maybe bougie. Yes, that's cute. A little is bit it? of a little, little stuck bit upness of crazy. Is cute. A little stuck upness. Is, but when you're just rude to people and you just like you like, ugh. You, you can't say hello to people or you're rude to people in a in a restaurant. Oh, like rude, rude, bitch. rude, rude, like rude, oh. bitch, or you acting crazy out in public. That shit not funny. It's not cute. That shit not cute. It's not cute to be crazy. It's, it's very a defective. Very unpleasant. Like it's not cute to be like I'm a I'm crazy like my nigga don't know, my nigga knows that I'm crazy he don't he don't know that you you're not really you're I not know, crazy crazy I know you have trauma you're not crazy crazy because if you're crazy crazy that nigga don't like that shit no you know what I'm saying it's a burden it's a burden on your heart but you know it just made me think about like girls that you can't even talk to about like girls that are so and it's so rude that they think that you're trying to holler at them all the time you might be like yo you uh, you just dropped some money she's like nigga what I you got doing a boyfriend. I'm like. like you drop ten dollars. I'm gonna take she that. She been gassed a few, a few times. Well, today. I'm gonna take your money. <laughs> I'm gonna take your money. And being sure. crazy, not cute. That's scary. Talking about like people be like, oh, Dominican. Like you hear other podcasts I'm like, oh, you know, Cardi B's Dominican, so she crazy. You, you like like uh, she didn't pull the knife out on that nigga or something like that. Like that's no. Oh yeah, yeah she's they, not crazy though. They that said, she's um, not crazy, crazy. Like when you hear like when you're but she don't claim she broke up with him instead of stabbing yeah, him. Yeah, she had that girl has a lot of sense. I understand it. When they're talking about, like, the stories with, like, Safari and Nikki, like, that shit not cute. When they're talking about, like, uh, Nikki, like, stabbed Safari and, and shit like that. And he went to the hospital that, and lied about and, it. And lied about it. Like, no. That's not. Get out of it. If a nigga, if, if a nigga really said, like, his joint is crazy, <laughs> that's toxic. This is a first 48 episode. That's toxicity in his That's finest. exactly what happened. And listen. <laughs> there was, and you there know was a what first 48 episode about this. I believe it. You know what it really is? Like, when they say, like. Dominican women are crazy. I just feel like in a in a certain community, a lot of behavior has become normalized to where yeah. oh it's okay for you to put bleach on his clothes and and when he cheats or when it he is. when he doesn't. Okay. I know no, that was probably a bad example, oh, okay. but crazy behavior does become normalized. Like where a small thing will trigger you and you think it's okay for you to fucking yell and and fight and and, and threaten and do shit like that. that's not okay. You need to handle your. You need to have better conflict resolution. Yeah, that's it. It's not cute. It's nah, not cute boo. to be crazy. Nah, boo. Nah, boo. Because don't. It's not. It's not cool. Like you don't want to be. Because I can't do it. You don't want. If be I'm crazy, what, what's gonna happen? If I if you I go to jail. Thank you. This is true. But with you, if I go, if, you know what I'm saying domestic abuse happens in both ways. You going to jail? I don't want to go to jail. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't see nigga like I don't know. Have you heard your friends say or other women say like my nigga is crazy? Like but they if, like that. And a little she like that shit. Like a little crazy is cool. Like maybe keep me on my toes. Crazy. Keep me on my toes. But if you like, if I'm walking on eggshells because I left the toilet seat up or some shit like that, and I'm afraid you gonna sh- shoot this bitch up. Like I don't wanna. Like I don't wanna. No. Nah. You have you have anger problems. Like like oh my baby mama crazy. Like no nah, I don't. Want- Crazy baby mothers are a burden. Be worse. Yeah. I have, I have a family that may fall into some of those kind of, not not all the way to the extreme, but some of those roles. But I also have had and have had friends maybe hint at a little bit of craziness. Both both ways, men and women. And, you know, it don't sound fun. It do not sound fun. It sounds like a lot of... You know, every you know, people have their things. Every couple goes through their things, you know. But it doesn't sound like it will be a pleasant experience to be in all the time. Like high drama, yeah, you get yeah. burnt all out. the time. You mm-hmm. get burnt out every now and again, you know. But I will say, you know, you know the cliche they say about like, oh, crazy, and you got good sex. There is a little correlation between that because <laughs> there is a little correlation between that. But it's like I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't even know I'll saying. give you. I'll, I'll give that crazy that oh sex, she crazy you know she got that good yeah I'll give it like a good five five times maximum then that shit is annoying then that shit is annoying you're like damn man we just had to get that sexual energy out but after like if it becomes like a pattern you do wild shit and or I do wild shit and the police getting called on us and you mm-hmm. know you people are oh, damn. people are asking like you know uh, you all right. <laughs> you listen. You right? Sometimes you gotta ask people, "Are you all right?" But yeah, to your, you cute. kept like crazy ain't cute. Just understand that, and you hyping your you 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 promoting your craziness. That's not cute. If you're really crazy, shut the fuck up about it. And just be crazy. Don't be telling people, "Oh, I'm crazy." That's he know. He yeah. know I'm crazy. She know I'm crazy. I know he. Listen, just be crazy. You shut sound the, crazy saying. That. Shut the fuck just, up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and be crazy. Because it's the real crazy people. They don't talk about it. Oh, they about they it. They about it. <laughs> real crazy, no crazy. I felt it on her. Like she did some shit. I looked in her eyes and she didn't give a fuck. She was ready to burn. Some shit. <laughs> she was ready to burn some shit down. I felt it in her. eyes. I was like, word, word. Cause, and it's a switch with real crazy people. They be calm. Next thing you know, it's just, whoo. yeah, scary. Especially in it, but I like that that energy. No, I'm not talking. About it. No, it's like sober crazy is even worse. Oh yeah, when you you don't got to be on nothing, just snap. Like if you got chemical imbalances, we need. I need to know that. But we that need sex to know just that. be kind of worth it in a little bit. But then do you want it? They be unhinged a little bit. They might be willing. Are you re- are you willing to like turn a crazy on just a little bit to like entice? I need you to have, have sex. I need you to have control over your crazy. But damn, that's the whole point of crazy. You ain't got no control, goddamn, damn. It's a double-edged sword. It's not cute, baby. It's not cute. Just say, 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 yeah, keep it funky, bro. Yeah, it's not cute. That's it. And, uh, I just have to to get that off my soul. But I like a little crazy, and everybody like a little crazy. I said a little crazy. Let's not, let's not, let's not well, let's not cap. A a well you welling. <laughs> a little, a little crazy is fine. We like it. But Keep me on my toes. I don't want no boring bitch. Oh my God, I hate a boring bitch. So would you rather have a boring bitch or a crazy bitch? I'd rather have a crazy bitch. I bet you the fuck you would. I can't handle boring. Oh my God, the bitch is so boring. What the fuck? She don't do nothing. Shit. <laughs> oh, she's, what about she's, crazy and boring? She's quiet. How are you crazy and boring? I don't There are ways. I gotta find out. I, I want a crazy, know. I probably might want to try a crazy boring girl. The combination. If you think you're boring and you think you're crazy, slide in my DMs. We're supposed to be doing for the love of Terry, so please uh, slide in to the oh, boss talks. 
We were supposed to be doing. We're gonna that. have it. We're gonna, gonna do it eventually it. because um. This is gonna be so fun. If it is, and I come back for that one. For sure. Okay. Yeah, we might need some woman to be advice on someone. Some, if you can point out some bitch, things. I'm crazy. <laughs> if you can point out, don't fuck with me. If you can point out some things before we get to it, don't like, fuck like, oh, with she's me. Crazy. Don't fuck with me. How crazy are you? Don't fuck with me. I'll punch a bitch. What's the craziest oh, thing? Oh shit! <laughs> <yo>. <laughs> <This> is, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like she, they gotta relax. I mean, I'm just like I was, I was about to ask how crazy. I wouldn't do it just like for no reason. I would do it. I was about to ask how crazy are you, and you just answered. I would only you. do it. I would only do it if I was in threat. But like, don't push me. Like, just relax. Like, calm down. Use your words. You could cuss me out all you want, but don't get in my face. Stay away, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I do shit like, it might be a reaction, and then I have to be, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, my bad, my bad, my bad. But um, I'm not a violent person in Italy, but I don't want, I feel like you could press a button and bring it out of anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But I, I think sometimes people just got to know that they don't, shouldn't push certain buttons. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Just relax. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say this, listen, because I, I got evil shit in my head, just like everyone else got evil shit in their head. And I could say some fucked up shit. That I don't say. Okay. And that I wouldn't say because I have respect for you. Uh-huh. So don't say no fucked up shit to You're me. You're not a killer. I'm not a killer, but don't push me. And I'm not a domestic, domestic abuser. Actually, fuck it. I won't punch a no, bitch. No, don't go there. See, listen. I, I, I battle with myself. I would punch a bitch, but I don't want to punch a bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he doesn't have the tendency. I don't have the tendency the to punch instinct. a bitch, but don't make me punch you. You. Yeah, it is. I it said is. what I said. Yeah, <laughs> from the from the man himself. Don't fuck Listen, with me. We all got a little Living crazy. Living your truth. We all got a little crazy. There's, no, I, I, there's nothing wrong with a little crazy. A little bit, but don't advertise your craziness because that's not sexy, baby. Nah, that was a no. warning. I didn't advertise shit. That the was best kind of crazy is bottled up and then it's not unleashed until provoked. Oh like I will God. give you a warning. Like this is not what you want. Like when somebody tells you this is not what you want, that's like you should. But we don't believe down. you. Sometimes you don't believe right, it. Well, then listen. You get you get a, a few warnings. Like hey, let's not take it there because once we take it there, we cannot. Come yeah, back because there. but that crazy space. Because, yeah, because it's it be bottled. That up. crazy space is yeah. like. It's like it's like just unleashed it's energy. It's a black space it's in the back of my mind that might just come out. If you and I don't want to go there. At least, okay, so I give warnings. But if you don't heed warnings, you can't say I didn't tell you it was going to go there. But it's like the warning don't really, nobody heeds warnings. They don't? They don't heed. No one follows the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> no one ain't going to heed the warning. Like, look, I'm telling you, you should probably stop. And that's where people get fucked up at. Yeah. yeah. Fights and all. Like, if somebody, before you about to square up and somebody just the nigga gives that's you the quiet, opportunity. The nigga that's yeah. quiet, he going to steal off on you. If somebody's calmly that's telling why, you. That's why I talk to the quiet people. I always try <laughs> to friend them. Especially, oh yes. Yeah, and you know what really helps? I'm just for, for 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 people when you're dealing with a crazy person. Something that really helps is just ask them like, "What's really wrong?" Like, if they're going crazy, be like, "No, like, what's really wrong?" Like, look them in the eyes. Eye contact is very important. It really is. It's like animals. It's like animals. You got to look them in the eye. Calm Talk down. Very early. You look them in directly in the eye so they can feel your energy, and you say like, "No, well, but what's really wrong? Like, what's really going on?" And then if they don't respond to that, then you might just need to get get some distance. Mm. This is just, I'm just telling you. Because the eyes are the windows to the soul. You can really look at somebody and tell what they're feeling. And if you look in their eyes and you tell, it don't matter what you're saying right now, you just need to back up. Get away. It's like, you know, animal people that work with animals, they know about it. <laughs> just back up. Humans are animals. Just back up. Just get away. Get a little distance. You know what I'm saying? If they got a gun, then you might need to run. But, yeah. I wonder our listeners, 
I want, I want some interaction in 2019. That's what's, that's what's really Yeah, hood. make it fun. Get it popping. That's really hood. Talk to these I niggas. Want, I want y'all, please, in our Instagram, tell us the craziest shit you've done. Oh, yeah. that's. I good. need to hear your crazy stories. If you broken a nigga's uh, car window. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. If you didn't press charges, that's fine. If it's statute of limitation, it's hey, okay. it's okay. If you uh, or and if you don't have crazy stories yourself, if you're a boring person, talk about some crazy shit that you witnessed or like something that maybe a seen. family member. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We've all seen. Yeah, I've seen some crazy wild crazy shit. Crazy. Crazy. You can go on the internet right now and see all the crazy shit. But, but I'm pretty sure I want to hear y'all stories. Yes, because mm-hmm. I'm interested. You know, everybody love a little mess. Yeah. Oh, too much. Oh my god. <laughs> this nigga. I I live. I, I'm trying to get out of dysfunction that I'm living in. I'm yeah. I really am. Okay. I'm, I'm tired of it. All right, man. We're gonna just. We're going to transition to that. Thank you. Transition. We'll be right back. French vanilla by the kids. Word to this bus, then I don't trust her face. Talking bonjour with the rendezvous. Ooh. And don't be scared if I pass you the two. And we are back. And uh, I would like. Are, those tunes are rocking, by the way. Yes, very. You know, we want to shout out Terry for picking the tunes to this episode. Um, he's got a little vibe going. But we have a different vibe that we're coming to right now. And before we get into this vibe, I would like Mecca to give us our little preface. I just want you guys to know that the subject and material that we're about to get into can be triggering to some if you're a survivor or a victim of any type of sexual or domestic abuse. Uh, You know, keeping everything tactful, but still humorous, uh, factual, obviously. Um, but you know, if you are kind of triggered by, you know, the kind of R. Kelly talk and everything like that, you might want to move ahead to the end of the episode. And that being said, let's get into it. Let's get right into it, baby. Listen, R. Kelly is a nasty nigga. Big facts. And a lot of niggas is nasty out here. A lot of people been nasty. And it's been a rough couple of years for y'all nasty niggas, and it's going to keep getting rough out here. It's going to get rougher, man. But that's not what And the talking. blurriness of these lines yes. is getting... And I think that's what we're going to discuss right now. Straightened the fuck out. And I think at Mouse Talks, we are here about consent. We are here for doing the right thing. And we are here for men and women to take sexual misconduct uh, appropriately. And, you know, it's not nothing like to be played about. And, um, but there's something that niggas ain't talking about. And I would like Mecca, because you brought it up in our pre-production meeting, to kind of mm-hmm. bring up what niggas ain't really talking about. With the situation yeah. with yeah. underage girls or okay. um, teen girls and stuff. So there's two things, actually, that people aren't really talking about. And, I mean, people are hitting the surface, but people aren't really critically thinking uh, how we got to where we are in present day America and just all over the world when it comes to men, women, and relationships and age and consent and patterns of abuse by men and things like that. There's a wider scope that we're not really acknowledging. Right. Um, with the whole R. Kelly thing, 
He's nasty as fuck. We all know that. Um, we've been on that. We've been on that. Um, and so where I kind of want to go with this is that y'all's grandmas mm. and y'all's grandma's grandmas, my grandma, mm. my grandma, grandma, they were all with the shits during the time. And it's nasty as fuck. Shake the table. You about to shake the table. It's, it's nasty. It's nasty. It's nasty. Um, nobody, nobody held anybody accountable back then. And I mean, that's very obvious, but this is, this thing is very systematic. It's not just R. Kelly woke up and he went through this thing within his family. We all have things that go on in our family. Everybody is ashamed of. Nobody talked about it. You're told to sweep it under the rug. Um, as, as a little girl growing up, you're told, you know, when your when your uncles are coming over, make sure that you have on pants, not a skirt, things like that, Mm -hmm. um, that we... We all kind of contributed, our, our, all of our folks contributed to this culture. It's not just the R. Kelly thing. It's a problem within the black community all over. It persists, and we let it persist for a very long time because, you know, we don't, we don't want to talk about to the talk, truth. It's tough to talk we about. We don't want to talk about the truth. Because. It, this, okay, so, so when your grandpa was maybe 30 years old, <clears throat> way back in maybe early 1900s, maybe before then, and then your grandma was about 15, 16 years old, um, marrying off to an older man was a part of a necessity. And mm. we've seen it time and time again. We've seen it um, across different cultures. It's not mm. just black culture. It's a part of a necessity. You need women to do the work to keep the house to rear your children. Young men don't uh, really have shit either. Yeah, young men don't the really older, have much. Older men are the ones that have shit. Like, yeah. They've been working for years. They got a goat or they got a farm. Or They'll they trade you a goat for your little girl. Or they it's got a thing. business or they got, you know, and they want the young one. Yeah, it's a thing. It was It was an economical decision more than anything and i really appreciate though how we're moving through the times and we're more woke about it now but you have to look through things at a critical lens about how we got here and that's that's just kind of where i'm at with that like they there are people though out in the world still and now that may have married or met their spouse when they were underage and they're living perfectly together fine now and i also want people to be sensitive to that i have a family member who married when she was 16 and when she got of age, I don't really think they think that much about it right now. It's not always that predatory, but you know, in the case of R. Kelly, it was. So yeah. there, there's a lot of, there's a lot to unpack here. I mean, way back in the olden days, um, niggas married like shorties at like 16 or 15, just because they didn't have a long time to make babies. Mm-hmm. And you know, then they had a lot of babies because a lot of them died. Yeah. So, so that's what, man. So I feel like we had to do like that's the history of it, like this shit has been going on. It was it was the norm for that shit to happen, for older men to be looking at young girls when a, when a woman come of age or start the you know what I'm saying, that's what it was. But now since we not we don't live in that state no more, but like I feel like men ain't changed that much in their in their in their nature to 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 see or notice when young girls come of age. But like we 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 got to the point where like all right you not eighteen, no go buddy. That ain't happening. We letting kids be kids. All right, she's still a child. She's still going to go to school. She's going to learn. She ain't no wife. She ain't no homemaker. She ain't none of that. And I feel like something that I, we, we talked about that kind of tied into this is like everybody knew that old nigga that was talking to the young girl in high school. Everybody knew that 25-year-old that was messing with the 16-year-old. Everybody knew that. And it was we like, we, I said something because I'm like, what? I mean, I said something to the girl, but the girl, she was, she liked the dude. She felt like she had, I feel like. 
you get a little st- back then I felt like you had a little status if you was fucking with an older dude or a dude that was out of school it's like yeah. oh she really is the shit she got an older boyfriend but whole time that shit was wrong it was very wrong why are you 25 fucking with a 16 year old why are you 21 fucking with a 6 year old why are you 18 fuck- well 18 and 16 is a little closer and like I can make a case I can make a case for that, that like you know what I'm saying cause you were 16 she's 14 y'all are friends like y'all are in the same group but 21 16 20 you know what I'm saying? That shit is retarded. That shit is nasty. It is what it is. And I'm challenging, like, all the dudes out there. Because, like, bro, who gives a fuck if the little girl got a little booty? Who Like, you need to control your fucking self and relax, bro. Like, you got to you gotta get to your higher self, bro. Like, that's what it really comes I down to. I just always remember that, uh, especially old niggas, they always be like, uh, a young girl turned eighteen every day or something like that. Like mm-hmm. new girl turns, yeah, like that shit is pr- that shit is creepy. Old niggas it's say a that. Saying, or like a new uh, another, well, a little more. Uh, I guess politically correct statement is a, there's a new new uh, crop of college women every year. There's a new graduate graduating class of college women every year. But these are like forty year old niggas saying, yeah, that. man. Like these, so that means like okay, I understand. Like a new crop of college girls. So that's they're just hitting. They're seventeen, hitting eighteen. That's yeah. high school girls. That's right? high school girls. Yeah. yeah. So that's like it's old niggas is sick. Yeah. And it, and it's preme it's like it's permeating down into our bloodlines of the sickness. It's years and years and yes. years of being taught this. It's, it didn't just happen. It's years and years of this being normal. And it being cool. And like I'm so let's talk about the the the, old, the nasty niggas that just say shit to young girls like on the low that you don't even know about. I feel like. I've I've had experiences where like somebody will come, a girl that I know that's my age would come to me and say oh so and so father said this and such and such to me I'm like what the fuck bro like but I don't uh, know, but let's 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 talk about like the girls though like I feel like girls also be prowling on old niggas too though all right so I don't know if they're prowling on them I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I I I won't use proud but I say like they gravitated to old niggas too older like, I would, we're not talking about the 40 year old nigga no, we're talking like about the 20 year old nigga yeah. all right so there's a distinction kind of that I want to make in between where it's not I don't want to say every guy that is older that ends up with maybe a younger girl and I, I mean of age that ends up with a younger girl are predatory. Everything is not predatory. You got everybody on the internet saying Jay-Z and Beyonce, that's predatory. Oh, he was grooming her. Things like that. It's not It's not always predatory. Maybe eight times of the ten it is, but it's not. Um, I'm a living example. And it's not an extreme case. When I was in high school, I had a boyfriend who was out of high school and college that I kind of had pursued. Um... And I'm going to just, you know, y'all can take it how you want. I'm going to just make light of myself because I knew kind of like my thinking back then. I didn't go around seeking older men attention. However, I did find this guy who was in college at the time. He knew I was in high school. Um, and I liked him. I sought him out. Um, you know, he was cool personality-wise. But also, during that time, there was a whole stigma of, you know, you get a little bit of clout if your nigga is out of high school. Mm-hmm. You Like you were saying, like, you know, if he got a car to come pick you up or, you, you know, in between that's the periods. Bait. Like, you're, yeah, like, in that's between the bait. periods. But it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think at the time that I really seen, like, what was oh so wrong with it, I guess. We were in different, different, we were different ages. Um, but. Well, how big was the gap? Um, that's, that's more telling. Maybe bit. I think he might have been like at the most like maybe two years older than me. That's I think it's seen as creepy as if like if I'm gonna come, come clean now too. I was um I remember I was definitely like a sophomore in college and I had there was a girl I was talking to that was like a, a senior in high school. Yeah, and like 
it didn't feel wrong. Like, I didn't feel like I prayed on her. Yeah. We knew each other through school. Yeah. I left school. She was still in school. We met We met up some summertime, and she was going, you know what I'm saying? And we were just hanging out, talking, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I feel like that's, like you said, like, that's one of the, that's, that's a common thing. Like, I'm not going, I'm not R. Kelly spinning a block <laughs> in my fucking car waiting for high school girls. That's just weird. We had a social gathering that just so happened to have people from my high school, and they have friends that are still in high school, and we all kicking it together, and then we just happened to vibe and rock out and whatever that right. happened. And it wasn't more than two years age gap at that point. So that's what I'm talking about. We talking about these, but when we talking about these sick niggas, these, these pedophile niggas, that's the shit that niggas, they ain't no tolerate, not toleration for, nigga. You 30, you don't need to talk to no 18-year-old girl, bro. So what do y'all think it is that kind of, like, where do you think it clicks in a nigga's head that, like, all right, this is who I'm going to be. I'm going to be the nigga that cat calls and goes Because it's easy, bro. I'm going to tell you why they niggas do it. Because them niggas, it's easy to get a young girl. It's easy to impress a young girl. Very young girl, true. girl. Very true. You, if, if you a grown man, it's harder to impress a woman that's of your same age when she like, nigga, I got more than you. You 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 twenty you twenty one years old. The seventeen year old girl is easy to bag. All you need is a car. All you need is a place to go. You twenty one. You need more to impress a twenty one year old girl. And that's why I feel like that's why the dudes do it. They're corny and they they're weak because they're like I don't gotta do much. Nigga. I could I could have all these all these seventeen year old girls on me, and I don't even gotta do shit. I can be an ain't shit dude. You have to be of more substance when you get older. Like that's just a fact. You can't yeah. just be. You can't just be. A simple-minded nigga when you get older. Yeah. But these simple-minded niggas like, shit, I don't even got to do shit. Impressive. All I need is a little weed, a little liquor. She can't even drink yet. Boom, I get her a little drunk. I'm in there. I also uh, think I, I think that <clears throat> as far as like the, the R. Kelly story goes and what I know of history and of black people, Mama's played a lot in this. I, I don't know uh, why. Mama's, explain, mama, mama's played a lot in this. I don't know why I just got a flashback. I think it was of um, the Ike Turner and Tina Turner movie. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Jennifer from um, The Blackish Mom. Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer yeah. Lewis. She was a uh, Tina's mom, Angela Bassett's mom in yeah. the movie. And I remember the scene where Ike came to pick her up. And she just, you know, she really let that girl go with him and like be abused and do all these things mm-hmm. for money, told her to keep herself quiet. And it, it goes the same way with like sexual violence too. I feel like, I feel like as little black girls, like I said, you're told to do X, Y, Z. You're told to do this, 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 and this. The man is domineering, whether it's coming from your dad or, or your mother, we're told to act a certain way, to be a certain way, to please a certain way, keep our legs closed, do this, do that. We have to do all these different things, but we never tell little black boys, don't do shit. It never, I mean, it was common knowledge, don't grow up and be rapey as fuck, but it's also not instituted in them as much as it is yeah, as little girls. Like it's, rapey. Yeah, or like how I was saying earlier, like we were literally taught guys are not on our level until they are older. Yeah, that like, was that was permeated. Faster, yeah, like we matured ten times faster than guys. Than you know, th- we were groomed. We were groomed. It took just this generation to kind of like break it and and understand why that's not cool. Like you know, we got to we we just now get into that point in our lives where it's just seen as you know that shit nasty. Cole yeah. have more accountability for everybody. It's fucked up, bro. That I'm I'm thinking now. Like yeah, no one really told me. To not do. To, to not do such and such. Just said don't. When a girl say no, just stop. That's basically what it is. Yeah, like, no means no. That's, no, pretty, means no. that's pretty much, that's all pretty it, much what it is. That's okay. all we was really but talking about. But does that like, make no y'all trash no. human beings, though? Because one might look at that and be like, see, these niggas weren't taught. But you it's ain't trauma. never raped nobody. But we see, all got trauma. It's, um, 
There's rapey niggas. There's niggas that do that shit. And then there's niggas that learn, like, I might have done some shit that I felt like I went over the line, and then I didn't play with that shit no more. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but some niggas, like, they, they, they go over the line, and they're like, well, shit, I ain't gonna, this shit ain't gonna really affect me, nigga. I'm, I'm not gonna get in trouble. I ain't gonna get caught. I can until you in, do. Until, you, until I niggas do, do get caught. I also do think it's something, like, in their childhood that they might have got touched. Yeah, fact, big fact. When they when they were young by like an auntie or somebody Chiggas. somebody in their family cuz that's usually what happens when they get touched early something happens and it it slows down their mental process of like sex and understanding boundaries and things like that. Mm-hmm. And cuz they they think that's that's how it goes. Things is normal. That's why I like when we talk about like pedophiles and shit like young kids like they don't they don't see nothing wrong with it until yeah. like they Somebody else talks about it in a bad way. They're like, oh, well, shit. Fuck. And that it's never happen- just one victim. It's, it's never shit, just one that victim. That shit happened to me. And then, like, nigga, abusers abuse people. If you see domestic violence in your home, I'm pretty sure, like, it's more likely that yeah. you'll be a part of domestic violence in, in your relationship. So it's the same shit. There's sexual abuse in your home. Nigga, there's, niggas do that shit. Like, it's like, I, wouldn't, I don't think it's in your genes, but it's in the behaviors in your family. It's like, learned behavior. It's learned behaviors. And, like... I I remember I was around my family recently. Like I'm not gonna talk about it, and I mean I'm gonna talk about it now. I said it, and I and I started to pick up on little things that I was like, that shit ain't right. Like, yeah, you shouldn't talk about the young girl like that, or yeah. you shouldn't. We don't. You shouldn't look at a girl. I'm just not looking at a girl of a certain age in that way at all, because she's not. That's blocked off to me. Oh, she that age. Damn, that shit shut the fuck and, down. And it's always crazy. We see like the stereotypical like on Instagram people play like. uh a skits of like the uncle that asks if the, the cousin is we family. And everybody family? know that's that's rapey. That's yeah. weird to even ask like what side mm-hmm. of family she from. Oh, old, old niggas just touching young the yeah. young family members weird weird ass comments about your family members or you know just what? other people's family members. Like it's like that shit gotta stop. That's basically what it comes down to. I want to say, even though we're saying about nasty niggas, nasty women, nasty women, they're just as that nasty little boy. As well. That little oh, he's so handsome. Talking yeah. about you, talking about young boys when they cute. Oh, he gonna grow up and be so. Mm, you said calling young kids sexy, young boys sexy. I mean, and most of these niggas that are doing nasty shit, they got they got touched or said some wild shit from their auntie growing up, mm-hmm. and no one no one said nothing to the auntie. It could be auntie, sister, yeah. mother. That shit. That shit is school just teacher. This shit in my head is like these. These are these are children. They don't. You have so much power over them to control yeah. what they do, what they feel, and you can set standards for. You can set fucked up standards for kids. And this is just. This is talking about the touching shit and the sex shit, and then even going on into other fucked up behavior that people pass on to their kids. Like adults have so much power, and it's just so much and influence. So much influence. There's so much fuck ass adults. I know everybody has seen that 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 young girl with the baby that don't know how to fucking talk around her kid, or just fucking does anything around her kid, smoke weed around her kid, do drugs around her kid. It's disheartening. I'm like, you know that they're picking up on all of this fucking Facts. fuckery that you're doing. You bring and, another generation. And I feel like that's definitely a problem in our community. Like we want kids to grow up so fast. We want to teach them everything. I guess. Like, as some type of way to, like, make them more prepared. But I feel like it's traumatizing them. Like, you don't need to know this shit as a fucking child. You don't need to be hip to sex when you're four years old. You don't need to be... You don't need to know none... You don't need to be talking about fucking and sucking in front of your child. Ever. And these young... And I really think it's the young-ass parents. These young-ass fucking fast-ass bitches. Fast-ass niggas. With these... With these little-ass kids doing whatever with them. Yeah. I, I say yes... But also, is no like, 
our parents and our generation before, like they, even though they're not, they weren't out, they weren't um, like blatantly talking about wild shit. Like it was like the music they played around us in the car, like the te- television we watched. Like it was we, okay. We like, pick we, up we, we're listening. We were product, a product. Of like the time. we love our nineties R and B because you know our parents played it and shit like that, or we was around it. That shit is nasty as fuck. It's sexual. Jodeci. Uh, 112 all but I feel jail. like them shits is nasty like yeah, it's sex like we're on. listening to that we're listening that's to it our parents, it's sexist. our parents are playing it so we're like we might not understand it like how many times have you heard a song now at 27 Ooh, years old child. and you're like yo what the fuck yeah. was I listening to yeah yeah word yeah. that shit's crazy all the time just like okay think about it. next um I'm getting a boner. I feel a little poke coming through on you. That's and nasty. we were singing that shit yeah. like we didn't know what the poke coming through was talking about. We didn't. The one time Peaches I, and cream. The oh one time I remember ever like being con- like kind of like conscious of just like because it was all just music. Like it was music, it's just yeah. music. The one time I think it's because, like, I was in high school and, like, you know, I had a little stink about myself as teenage girls do. Um, Cassie, uh, what was that one song she was talking Me about? You? Fellatio, I think. Yeah. Or at least people tried to make it I seem like she was. I only know about two Cassie songs. Yeah, Me it was one of them song. Cassie songs. And it was a big deal at high school. Like, people were just like, oh, did you see the Cassie video? Yeah, it's me and you. She had, like, a nude, she had, like, a, a uncut video. Okay, that's what it was. She was, like, busting And my open. mom would, like, come in and turn the TV off when it started playing. <laughs> you are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't see the uncut video. I was yeah, trying to go Cassie check that out. Yeah, got an uncut joint. Yeah, me yeah, and you. Yeah. Okay, but see, I'm an adult. But I'm, but I'm, I'm gonna come clean. Like I knew about sex at a young age. I knew seven, eight, touching shit like that. Little girls touching me, like seven, eight. Like that was my first. I remember little girl pulling down my pants and shit in the pool doing shit like like I was eight. I remember this shit vividly. I mean, because that shit's gonna stick out in your mind. So it's like. Shit, I remember going to uh, the what do they call them the um, the youth conferences oh, at the, uh, no, no, at the uh, church, like the, the oh the church was going. That was the first time I got my dick grabbed was in church. Oh my lord! I was older than I kind of wanted it at that point, but um, <laughs> oh god, how did we get here? I mean, I'm just talking about young shit. I mean, because like the adult world is going to bleed into the child world because we live on the same we live on the same planet. But it's like. But it's like, I do feel like, and I have a coworker and she has young kids, and she, I feel like she's a little overprotective of them. But then when she talks about it, I understand why she protects her kids so much. Because it's like, you don't want kids to have to deal with things before they, before they need to. Yeah. And yes, sometimes it can be borderline overprotective, but I feel like we got to protect the kids, man. Like, you don't want to corrupt the child before, like, they even know what the fuck is going on. It's a lot for, it's a lot for adults to handle this shit. You know, kids don't need to be handling this shit. I have a family member that I literally was there before, like, existed in life before she was born. Just seeing, like, her mom raise her and then her raise her children now. She's, like, so, like, I'm so proud of her. She's, like, so damn conscious about everything that she gives to her kids. Any and everything. She's, like, the most millennial mom that Mm. you'll, like, ever meet. And she's all about that shit. And I feel like that comes from, like... We are the generation that's seen. We got to see the past, and now we can see how better it can be in the future. Like, don't do no dumb shit to your kids. Don't do no wild shit. Everything they used to do back then ain't necessarily good for the kids today. It ain't good for the kids today. Most time it's not. It's yeah, not. It's not. Raise them different. We're looking at the world now. The world is uh, fucked up. In the great words of the poet Future, um, <laughs> they say the world is a crazy place. What did he say? I'm pretty sure a lot of people have said that. But he said it recently, and it was very funny. But um yeah man this is shit. I'm I'm just like as someone who 
as a kid dealt with some shit um, that I'm still unpacking. It's like, I just want to protect the kids and stop the fuckery and, and beat the fuck out of these fucking pedophiles and, and, and stop this predatory shit because it is so fucking evil to take advantage of the is innocent. Is pedophilia a mental illness? No. I, it's, I don't know what it is. I know that it ain't, it's not a mental, it's, it's, not it's natural. a fucked up mentality. It's not natural. It's wrong. I, know, I don't give a fuck whether it's a mental illness or not. This shit is wrong. It's fucked up. Adults and child children don't need to have no but type of sexual that, or anything popping. When did that? When did that? I'm t- I'm gonna tell motherfuckers when the line is. Yeah, okay, that's why that's that there's was a fucking my next line. Question. I'm gonna yeah. tell you when the fuck. I don't know. I'm but niggas know when that. We shit know is that up. it's nasty now, but where was the demarcation? Like, why didn't niggas see that it was nasty before? I think I, I think you know what I think the line is blurry is like when a girl is a teen and she's post puberty, like when she's when she's, oh, quote unquote, can have babies or whatever. Like, oh, she got her period, and that shit happened for some girls when they fucking eleven years old. Shit, crazy. Like, or even early. I've heard about some early, early ass people that develop when they fucking early, early. But like, that's when the shit is because it's like niggas can smell the shit. It's like niggas smell a woman when she's a woman. I don't fucking know what it is. It's like where it's like, like I can like I don't know what it is. Like I could see a woman walking across the street, and I'd be like. I just spot her, you know? And it's like... these you niggas cr- are like dogs. It's, niggas it's are dogs. really animalistic. Like, at the That's end of the crazy. day, it's really animalistic. Like, I could be in a room and I'm automatically looking around for potential. Like, I'm like, where are the women at? All right, where are the good-looking women at? All right, where are the women that are attracted? All right, who's looking at me now? But don't What's look at up? the children. That's But don't fucking... <laughs> but don't look but at see, the children. And then... And, that's the, and see, now some niggas... They have a fucking illness. And I'm not calling them mental illness. They just fucking sick. Uh-huh. We, like I said, bro, listen. I remember, I, I'm going to tell this story because we was talking about it yesterday. I remember when I first got out of college, first semester of college, ever came back home, go to my brother's basketball game at the high school. I got a, I'm, I'm walking through. I'm regular. I'm just walking through. But then I peep like, oh, the little girl start whispering when the nigga walking by. Or like I'm looking at them giggle or laugh. Or I catch them looking at me or talking or whatever. And I'm like, all right, I felt, oh, the little girl, oh, she's, she's looking at a nigga. Like, she's, she's, and I'm like, all right, nigga, I'm gonna keep looking fucking straight. These little girls over giggling and shit, laughing. Nigga, I'm looking straight. I don't give a fuck. If we did, used to go to high school together, but you're a freshman, I'm in college. That's the mental difference between you and another we don't, nigga. We don't have, a, I'm not checking for these little girls. And, but I, but I can't say I didn't feel like, duh, if I said anything to any of these girls, I can have them. Like, yes. but I'm tw- I'm 19 years old. I'm 18 years old. What the fuck do I want with a 14 year old girl? Can't go. You can't go out. You can't go to the easiness. Bar, uh, if if you had been another if nigga, if I want like and that's and and I reckon like I'm a, I'm a, I recognize that moment. Yeah. Oh, these little fourteen. You made a conscious decision. If I'm to keep if I, I'm I made a conscious decision to not even look over there. Yeah. These little girls over here, and then, and then it's like some women develop early. Some girls develop early. They have shapes. They have real. They have womanly shapes. They don't look their age. And like, was it fifteen to get you twenty? <laughs> Sixteen yes. to get you ten. What's that? Don't think city high. Don't oh. think it can't happen to you because it happened to one of my friends. Like some girls look fucking grown, and that's not their issue. And that's not their problem. Yeah, it's your as a man. It's your problem to be like. If, and maybe you, maybe you don't know. I've many times I start talking to a girl and say, "Yeah, so how old are you?" And and heard her age and was like, "Oh shit, bye." But at home, have you ever and got walked a, away? Got a lesson like you know, girls are going like when you get into middle school. We all have sexual education, so when you get to middle and high school. I don't, so if, if you had been a girl 
and you're developing early. It's like, you know, you're not going to wear certain clothes. You can't wear the same things your best friends are doing just because of your fucked up genetics that end up playing in your favor at the end. But in any way, that sounds <laughs> a little bad. Bit. That's but, a fact, though. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's, that's shape, sounds, shape that sounds is, right. Sorry. Shape is a privilege. Um, But... As a guy, you guys aren't taught to not, you know, like, hey, you know, son, when you yeah, go into no high talk. school, like you said, there's no talk. There, there's going to be girls that starting to fill out things like that. You know, I know you, that's going to be your first glimpse of what a woman might look like, you know, but those you are, need to respect her body. Y'all are, don't get them kind of Those are talks. tough conversations to have. I know. It's not. We don't, I mean, we don't have What's anything. a tougher conversation is why I can't wear a matching skirt and jeans set or a jersey dress with my best friend because you, I developed go crazy. it. But why don't y'all get the talk but like, that, Because like, I'm going to tell you some real shit. That's why, that's why. Rape still happens today. That's why sexual assault still happens today. It is a fact that men have a problem controlling themselves. It is a fact that men have a problem controlling themselves. And instead of acting like men can control themselves, which you can as a man. I'm not trying to say like niggas can't control themselves. You can and you must. But it's like it's just a precaution. Like instead of instead of relying on a man to be good, they're like cover yourself up. What if y'all had to rely on women to be good? I don't know. I don't. Well, we do. I mean, when you say we wear gray sweatpants, we out here. I've seen him. I've seen a man get sexually. <laughs> no, but I've seen a man real life get sexually assaulted. Like I've seen it happen in the college dorm room. I've seen it happen. So it happened. But the cases of a women are so much more than men. It's not even worth talking well, about. Men yeah. do get sexually assaulted. It happens. You grab you grab dicks in the club and shit like, like that. I guess I was sexually assaulted, assaulted in church. They just grabbed me. She grabbed my dick in 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 Bible school. I, there are some nasty women. She's, I, I like yeah, her though. I just hi. What are we? What are, so? What? Let's. What are some solutions that we can? Besides, just stop being nasty. Like, I black uh, moms. They said, all right. Well, because niggas can't stop being nasty, we're gonna just make you start wearing more That's clothes. That's not a solution. I don't, like, we're I'm not just, going for it anymore. I, I just. I'm trying to figure out what what are solutions that we can do as men and women for just when you see because you can't just say stop being nasty check because that's you can. You, well, you. This is learned behavior, though. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm you saying. can, you can, you can start right here and right now. Any little boy that you come in contact with, mm-hmm. not. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Um, that doesn't sound good. Yes. People, if you have family members, you have a young child. You, no matter how, what their age, it's never too late to steer the conversation in the other direction. It's never too late to start learning. People, kids are listening. They want to learn. They pick up things. They hear what we're doing. Teach. Lead by example. Like, you can't be out here wilding. You just can't. Like, it, as a culture, we need to stop that shit. Like, it, like you said how you heard and you said or whatever like that. Like, did you take the opportunity to be... Well, I mean, not everybody wants to be the big hero and things like that. But it's small changes. Like, you can say, hey, you know, you're talking about somebody like that. That shit nasty, nigga. That shit not cool. I, call, I said something about it. Yeah. I said something about, I was like... I said, shame in shame moment, is a powerful tool. Right, shame the go. fuck we're out of them. We're going to shame these niggas in 2019. So shame, shame. 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 We're shaming the fuck out of R. Kelly right now. They got three-part series shaming him. It doesn't bring back redemption. It's not going to bring back a little girl's virginity. It's not going to take away life, uh, bring back life and lost years. But we're getting somewhere. Niggas are shaking the table. We're getting somewhere. I mean, and it's like, I just want... Everyone to understand the nature of man. Like on this, on this, I think in 2019, I'm gonna try to talk about that more. Men are not dogs, but men are very animalistic, especially when it comes to sex and women. It's very instinctual things that we that that niggas have to learn to control. And I think that's a conversation, like you said. So that conversation, having it with your kids and having it with your friends and having it with your niggas, is like something that is the conversations will help create the change. We're talking about it now. And there's a whole world is talking about it now with R. Kelly. 
And I wonder what kids think right now. Kids, kid, and you got like I said, you got to teach your kids early. What's good? What's a good? What's good and what's bad? What 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 is what is norm? What is okay and what's not okay? So that they know what to look for. Because like I said, some kids grow up in fucked up situations where they they. Getting touched is just a routine for them, and it's, it's something that they don't think is wrong. They're like, "Oh, yeah, I got somebody comes in my bed at night, and they 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 stay, and then they leave. They they ask me to take my pajama bottoms off, and whatever, whatever. And they don't they don't know that it's wrong until an outside situation comes in, and it's that like, fuck, nasty, it's fucking bro. nasty. But it happens, yeah. and it's something. And like I said, these six motherfuckers, we shaming you and we beating you the fuck up when we see you. And it's like that's just, that shit scares me so much, and that's like let's let's uh, that's the darkest that's one of the darkest parts of humanity that, that yeah. I just that I just like I could cry like just thinking about shit like that like that shit just that's just horrible. Let, let's play a quick game. All right, all right. We, we each gonna take uh, fifteen seconds. All three of us we're gonna go around and we're gonna seven seconds to your daughter, seven seconds to your son. What do you teach them in those? Like, <laughs> come on, or you know, we can make yeah. it longer. So we're game. just this yeah, let's game. play that game. What do you tell? How do you talk to your children about sex, the developing bodies? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw an age group in there. What, what, what age were y'all kind of like? I never had a sex talk ever in my life with my parents. I don't think. Um, yeah, my mom. Just a little said, sex talk, but it was like a man sex talk. Yeah. I don't think he getting no pussy yet. You getting pussy? No, I don't think he getting pussy. You think he jerking off? Uh, my mom. My mom just off. said, "Don't bring no babies home." At what age? Uh, like fifteen. Like, she had no faith in. You. I was like thirteen. I think my mom found <laughs> my mom found condoms in my pocket when I was like in high school, and then she didn't say nothing to me. Like she she said something to my dad, and my dad. I think seventh grade. My is, dad didn't say anything to me. It's a good age. I think you guys start talking about it from when they can really start comprehending this shit. Like I guess if you know your child, you know their comprehension. So let's say sixth grade. All right, let's talk to our sixth, sixth grade, grade. Sixth grade is what age? That's like. It's like ten. I want to go before it's that. It's uneasy, but... Because I know I when think, I knew shit, I was seven. I was eight. I think when so you start... So that's when I want to start talking I think talking when I me. start noticing them being attracted to, like... Or they start talking about the other sex or, like, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you you know, like, uh, you see, like, little toddlers, they'll have, like, oh, that's her little boyfriend, like, little girlfriend. Like, they do that shit already oh, when they little. Shit. They be two year old, and another two year old boy will come around, and he be like, he'll hug her, and he'll be like, oh, kiss. That's kiss. innocent. Like, I'm that's very about, innocent. Yeah. But I'm saying like they're already getting conditioned that that is. So I say like seven. I'm gonna start like okay. seven. Seven. I'll, I'll do uh, seven. What grade are you in? Like third grade. That's like third grade. Third, seven, eight. You're like third, third grade. Because I probably have several talks. I just, I just can't allow. Well, I just I can't miss women, the opportunity. I think women have a lot more talks. Yeah, you, about you sex need than to have a lot more because it's a lot more going. But on. But I would talk to both my son and. It's, my I don't think it's a lot no, more. No, going no on. I'm talking about like just in general, like women. I feel like moms and daughters or whoever have more sex talks than fathers and sons yeah. or uncles and sons. Yeah, because we're not bleeding uh, our nephews. My 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 Keisha set me and my godbrother down at the same time. And had a sex talk. And then she she did me. She came and to- talked to me about sex. And then she took me out the room. Came in there. Talked to him about sex or whatever. What did she say to you? Um, Do you, like, do, uh, what did she say? I remember. Because, um, okay, this is the situation. We've been extremely close, like, our whole life up until maybe, like, I moved out. Um, moved from D.C. to, like, with my mom or whatever. And, like, I remember, the, like, we used to take baths together. Mm. Like, we used to take baths together with my godbrother. Yeah, and then yeah, I remember, yeah. like, the conscious effort on my godmom's part to not put me in the bathtub with him anymore. Like, you remember and when I'm it just stopped. Like, I remember oh, yeah, like, you know, why why can't we be in the bathtub? But I'm just like, I kind of saw what she was saying, 
But, like, I don't remember the exact words. You know how people mm. say, you know, you don't remember what was said. You remember how it made you feel? Yeah. I understood. It didn't seem like I did anything wrong. It seemed like this just is appropriate for right now. Yeah. And we also used to uh, share the same room. We had bunk beds. Mm. I was on the top bunk. He was on the bottom separated, bunk. Y'all. You have to, you have... You have to have those talks, especially like when you know that a generation before you, there may have been like incest or, yeah, um, or pe- you know, that was very, that was very, I don't know even the word, I had, that was very progressive of her, especially from, you know, like this ain't me two times. This is like early 90s. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, not early 90s, like late 90s but or whatever. I still whatever. remember that bath. Well, not with my, with my, um, with my family or like, but like, I remember like once I was like, at my cousin's house and we were playing. This was a boy cousin and like we was like I was like, yo, let's just take a shower together. Like we're about to so we could wash up and go play real quick. Yeah. And then I remember my aunt was like, nah, you I take a shower by yourself. Yeah. You take a shower by, and I was like, I cause I didn't even think about it. I was like, yo, let's yeah. just wash up so we could go play. Like, cause we came from outside. She's like, Y'all go upstairs and wash before yeah. y'all do anything. Like y'all take a shower before y'all come out and eat. And I was like, yo, let's just take a shower together, but like we'll be done so yeah. we can have it, it over fun. with. But it was like she was like, No, you take a shower by and I and I remember I was like why? And then now older looking back, I was like, oh, yeah, that was kind of like, yeah. Maybe I was at the age where like, all right, y'all need to stop washing together. Y'all need to wash by yourself. I was made to take separate showers for my girl cousin, actually. Now I think about it, like, after, after yeah, we had become of age. Yeah, I, was, I can't even remember what age I was. I was definitely younger, like, maybe six or some shit. I don't remember. But it was like... I was like Atlanta That shower shit five. is like a real thing because it's like, all right, y'all. Yeah. Because you know, naked, when you, cause I'm close. Like, my sister and me are like 20 months apart. So, like, we took baths together when we was young, but I just don't remember when it stopped, but I know it stopped at some point. Yeah. You know? uh, so, you go first. Talk to your son and your daughter. That's an interesting conversation to. Uh, have, you, See, have you had one of those? You know, the, the I, moment you kind of knew I that you. I can't really remember. I mean, I grew up. My, my childhood was different. I grew up. Yeah. I moved around a lot. So, yeah. I didn't really have. Those instances where, like, my mother, father, my aunt, uncle were like, hey, you need to stop doing that. Because, <laughs> like, I might, I might have spent, like, weekends. I, I might have spent weekends in, uh, you know, down the country with my cousins and shit. But I really can't. Nothing sticks out. Nothing sticks out where, like, my aunt was like, nah, you need to stop. But I do remember. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just, I just, just do remember. I just do remember, like, my mom saying, you know, like. Or just being gossipy and just saying like hey uh talking about like some of my cousins and how the way my aunts and uncles were like raising them and she didn't think they were doing the right thing with like keeping like um like cousins like bathing together she's like yeah you know you know, you know well, they're too need, old to yeah, be. yeah such and such need to stop letting them bathe they're too old to be doing that like i just remember that those or conversations. uh what about sleeping head to foot when oh, you yeah, up, we did that. See, boy cousin, like, yeah, so I used to sleep with my cousin. We pissed in the bed, and I'm in the bed with him. Like, Ew. that was I me. Mean, boy cousin. We used to make, I used to make that nigga, like, because I was the youngest one, but, like, I wasn't wet in the bed. I never had wet. But he'd be wet in the bed, and I'm in the bed. I would make him go to the bathroom before we go to bed. Like, yo, pee before we go to, before we go to sleep, because I'm not waking up in a pissy bed no more. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we never had a problem with that. We all, nigga, three of us in the fucking bed, head to foot, shit like that. Yeah. yeah. That was never a problem. So, I'm like a. Uh, you, you play your game. Yeah, okay. you started it. You started it. So uh, who are you talking to? You said seven and seven seconds to seven seconds. That's hard to do in seven seconds, and I made the rules. Yeah. Uh, so who are you talking to now? Here we go. To my future son, women are to be respected. 
Uh, there's nothing wrong with urges that you may feel in relations to your body and things like that. As you grow older, naturally they may progress, but we're going to talk about ways to deal with those emotions and the urges and tendencies that you feel that are healthy. Um, that don't, that you don't, that so that you can have the best understanding of what's happening to your body and what's happening to the opposite sex body. Um, to my daughter, uh, sex is okay. It's not... It's, it's nothing to be ashamed about. I would never tell you that you have to throw different clothes on to comfort a nigga that's coming into the room, whether he be your dad, uh, uncle, a uh, stranger, anything like that. It's your body. Uh, it's growing. It's developing. Uh, as these stages come along, we're going to talk about them and get down to what's going on with you right now. Um, always feel free and open to come talk to me, whether it be about sex, whether it be about your mood, whether it be about anything. I'm this here. Is more than seven seconds. So. Okay. To my transgender unknown kid. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> all right. I'll go. Uh, to my son, I want you to be able to talk to me about anything. You're going to feel things and you're going to feel urges and when, and those are natural. And um, I just want you to always be able to talk to me about whatever's going on with whatever little girl that you're dealing with. And I should say little boy. Okay. And or little boy. I should say. Keep it progressive. I'm not saying (laughs) Um, And to my daughter, you're a queen. You're an angel. And don't let anybody disrespect you. Demand respect from everybody. And I will always protect you. To my son. Your mom is the greatest. Go ask your mom. <laughs> Come on, baby. We're gonna talk about it. Come on, son. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Um, to my son, like, yeah, uh, sex is normal. You're gonna have urges, but I want you to use your head with your use your mind, not not your dickhead, with your mind. It's a penis at this point. They're not calling right, it dick. All right, all right. Use your Bone. mind and decide if that urge is what you need to go. Uh, Suffice. No, because listen. This is him talking. Yeah, because I'm, my kids too. But he can say you don't know. Right. The, let him yeah. say what he got to say. I was I only telling you that because your urge might go tell you to go touch that booty, but your mind's gonna tell you don't do that because you don't want. We don't want to get you in trouble. So yeah, because the urge will tell you. Your urge will whoop your ass if you touch or, girls or boys. And if you don't, then I will. Uh, to my daughter, you are a queen, and you should always hold yourself up to one to be a queen. You are sex is natural. You have urges as well too, and you need to listen to your head as well for emerges because women do do things out of their urges just as like men do. If you want to be a stripper when you grow up, we can get that money. It's okay. Wow. We we would have to talk. Wow. I don't know if I, I you know what we would have to talk. Wow. <laughs> listen, that progressive shit. Y'all that's going too tough, far with this progression. Yo, we're about to be the Will and Jada. This is what I'm saying. I'm all with. I'm all with the non-binary transgender community. But listen, let me just say, I do have beliefs and I do have values that are different from everyone else's. Yeah. And I'm not promoting. There's some things that I just won't promote, and there's some things that I will promote. As long as you're not out here. This, but this, but this fucking progressive shit, this y'all going too far with it. I'm just saying, respect and love everybody, but don't force shit down people's throats. True. That's all I got. That's very true. Respect. Don't incon- that is very true. You know don't inconvenience people. Don't force shit. Now listen, equality is not something that you got to force down no one's throat. You should force equality down people's throat. But all this, your lifestyle, and you don't. I don't need you to promote. In the I don't need. I don't need you to promote that shit. Twenty four. Listen, live your lifestyle. Quit promoting this shit. It's, 
to get to on me. my get on my face. <laughs> yeah. Good talk. Good talk, guys. Go play. Um, so yeah, I, I, this is a tough conversation because, like, I think for the first time, we're all society's having this discussion, and that's what's good. And I'm, I'm proud of where we, we've come from the past 20 years and, and hope to see what goes further and we get these niggas out of the fuck out of here and these women that are preying on niggas the fuck up out of here. Oh, wait, before we end this, quick question. Yeah. Both of y'all. So this is going to be like a Jenga block. I feel like with R. Kelly, I think we all pretty much kind of know that that this is the top that's about to come down on the whole hip-hop and rap community. Mm-hmm. Um, who are y'all just kind of saving for the side? Like... Y- like, who you just really don't want it to be them, but you might think it, they might be a problem. Because, as we all know, there were some people that were asked to speak up about R. Kelly on the interview and things like that. And they declined, which was probably pretty smart of them. I mean, mm. if the fire ain't out on you yet, then don't put yourself in the shit. But it might be coming. So. I ain't got nobody. You ain't got nobody? I ain't got nobody. Um, I would think nobody's off limits, though, right? Anybody, everybody. Could go. I don't want it to be everything. Must go. I maybe even you. <laughs> I, I am praying it's nothing like they come for Diddy oh, the, I, or Denzel. Did, not Diddy. See, Diddy. Oh, yeah, 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 I don't want him to like you say rapping hip hop. Who's it gonna make your heart hurt if they come for? Just like Denzel or like Will, like yeah, Obama. If they yeah Obama, if they bring out like shit. They bring down them dumb guys. I'm like damn. The good guys. Yeah. Uh, like I also think a lot of these like, so like, Diddy and like JD for say they like they worked with a lot of they worked with a lot of young talent. There's some things that we and, know and, that be true. And I'm thinking like damn like, how far did they take how it? far did they take you? Especially when working with young talent like that Chris Stokes bullshit. Yeah. I mean listen, like I said, like, every, isn't Cassie ten years younger everything. than Diddy? Yeah, but see, like, that age gap shit, we, we know that's, that's, once you of age, if you 25 plus, do what the fuck you want to do. You can date a 70 year old man. I don't give no fucks. True. I'm talking about the kids. I'm protecting the kids, not you grown ass niggas. This was a, this was a very tough conversation to have for myself. I never really had it about, yeah, man. Right. And, like, sexual predatoriness and pedophiles. pedophiles it's and, interesting because and, y'all are guys. I just want to know, like, do anybody have, like, oh, shit, I hope they don't pull my card on this because I know the whole industry does right now. I mean, I'm pretty sure if we went the to... The whole if industry. We, if we were in our... If they, if they were Me Too and niggas in college, what's a lot, in of, dark, what's a lot in of niggas would get the fuck up out of here. A lot of niggas would get the fuck out of here. What's in the dark would come always come to light. Man. Like, I'm saying, like, yeah, if they were Me Too and niggas in college, a lot of niggas... We would be the fuck Ooh, about shit, here. I can name like five people off the top of my head. Well, we're not going to do that today. I so. know. Listen, Shout out to me. I will, and, I, and, I'm, and I don't feel no way about saying this. I've, I've been in a position to take advantage of people in my life, and I've never done it. Like drunk women. Like, and I would never do that. Like, why would I want a lifeless body to, or like someone who can't really. This, is why, this is why I hate drunk women. Like, I really hate drunk women. Like, I don't. Because I, I, want, I, want I want you to remember the conversation we had. I want you to remember. Shit that went down, and same thing for niggas. I want to remember the shit when I do it. Like I don't be so <laughs> fucked up that I'd be like, "What the fuck happened?" You know? Yeah. So, yeah. well, uh, I think we, I don't even got nothing more to say. I just want to just transition out of because we all need a break. Yeah, play that Ty Dollar, man. And you know, decompress. Hope, and I hope, I hope, I hope they don't take Ty Dollar down either. My bad. That's one person. <laughs> and I hope you guys decompress too. We'll be right back. My bed, my bed, somebody's-
Right now. Hit Mike. Since Doc's not here this week to do the educational moment, uh, Mecca is gonna stand in, and um, let's what you got. What you gonna educate the people on today? All right, so I'm taking over the educational piece for today, um, which is really really great because I have a lot to talk about. I'm gonna make it real quick, real simple for y'all, um, and it's the perfect piece since we're coming into 2019. Everybody's doing a fresh, clean slate. We are going to talk about. Financial literacy amongst African Americans. Um, if anybody knows me, you guys probably know that this is something I've been passionate about for a little while. Something that I've been schooling myself on um, and trying to get, you know, my niggas hip, other people hip to kind of just like put their finances in perspective, investing, getting your credit scores together, all that good stuff. But I got some some facts here for you. Um, just gonna preface this with just kind of how I came to this. This became my educational moment. Um, I was thinking about a talk that I had with a friend of mine who is in the financial literacy industry. Um, she goes to a lot of conferences uh, dealing with finances amongst all races. Um, and I was talking to her and she told me that, you know, as she's going to these different conferences, something that really underwhelmed her is where we are and how we think about money and wealth as black people at a certain age versus where white people might be. So, for example, um, most working class African-Americans, you know, ages 20 to 25, we're just now coming to terms and understanding why investing in the stock market, IRAs, 401ks, things of that nature. We're just now getting our foot in the door with that to figure out, you know, why these things are important, why we should put money in them, uh, why they will give us back money. Not right now, but later on. Um, you know, these aren't the things that they're talking about at white conferences. They're radically talking about strategic investments and um, they're very way well versed in kind of where we are we're just now at level one where they might be at level 10 and there could be level 100 to this whole finance thing um and so we got some catching up to do we all know the stories about why we're a little bit behind but i just feel like to sit back when we have so much access in this day and age would be kind of absurd and if i didn't share things with you guys that that'd be really stingy because it's a lot we could do to get ahead you know with our money um so, yeah, I was just reading through a New York articles, um, New York Times article and pulled a little bit of statistics for you guys. Uh, you know, it's proof in the pudding. So according to the New York Times, for every one hundred dollars in white family wealth, black families hold just five dollars and four cent. Um, this that's not good. That's not good. We got to change that. Back that. One more time. According to the New York Times, and uh -huh. this is a 2018 article, I believe this article was written for um, Black History Month this past February. Uh -huh. So it's about a, almost a year old. Okay. According to the New York Times, for every $100 in a white in white family wealth, black families hold just $5.04. That's 5%, my nigga. Sorry, I, that's 5%. Um, another statistic at you, the Economic Policy Institute found that more than one in four black households have zero or negative net worth compared to less than one in 10 white families without wealth. Um, the Institute for Policy Studies recently reported that the road to zero wealth 
how the racial divide is hauling out America's middle class showed that between 1983 and 2013, the wealth of the median black household declined 75% from $6,800 to $1,700. Um, lastly, by 2020, which is just shoot two years away, it's projected that black and Latino households are going to lose even more wealth, 18% for black people and 12% for the latter. After those declines, the median white household will own 86 more times wealth than its black counterpart. And so, you know, it's not looking good, people. And this, it's a it's a combination of things of how we're here, why we're not really talking about it, what we can do to make it better. Um, I'm just telling y'all that there's tools. There's so many tools out here. There's so many people that are into this, that want you to win financially, that want to help you get your, your finances together. It might not feel like it's an easy start at first, but I promise you it feels like cash gold once you're in the flow and you're going and you know you know what your long-term income looks like. You know What's the game plan? What, what are you setting up for yourself financially? Um, it's, it's not hard. It takes a little bit of discipline, but it's so achievable. It, it really is. Um, and it's not just about having money. Money is universal. It's about excess. It's about generational wealth. We all need money. We need it. The discussion of money shouldn't be as taboo and frowned upon as it is, especially when, you know, we have apps, we have, we have access, we have certain types of access in the age of digital media to a bunch of different things. We have access to Instagram, so, uh, different platforms on social media, things like that. We need to take that and hit the ground running with it the same way with our finances. We're, we're so woke about everything else. Why should our money be exempt? Why shouldn't we look for ways to save money? Why shouldn't we start schooling ourselves on investing? Um, why shouldn't we start stop leaving money on the table? Um, I had an incident where I was working at my former job with a group of black women who were older than me, and they kind of schooled me to something. You know, you never really know what you don't know until you know it you have to you have to open up your mouth you have to ask we started talking about salaries um and just matching up figures i feel like that's also a bigger part of this whole financial literacy thing we need to speak up um as for what you're worth talk about your salaries it's healthy it's important um it's money money ain't gonna be until you start thinking about it differently it's not gonna be an easy subject but you you can and you should um, according to a study conducted by T. Rowe Price in 2017, which is an American asset management company, um, in 2017, 69% of parents uh, were quoted having reluctance about discussing financial matters with their kids. In fact, parents are nearly as uncomfortable talking to their children about sex as they are money. Mm. Only 23% of kids surveyed indicated that they talk to their parents frequently about money, and only 35% stated that their parents are comfortable talking to them about money. Here's another thing. We're not going to get it in school. We don't get it in school. I'm, see, it did, I'm actually in, in a company where I'm kind of seeing firsthand how a white, how white people with no education or, you know, and it's nothing malicious. It's, or they might have education or a little bit less education, but they're in similar roles, making similar money, things like that. Um, they're, they're talked about at home. So if we're not going to teach it to our kids in school, um, I see New Jersey, shout out to them, just passed the law the other day that it had to be, uh, financial literacy had to be taught in schools. I can't remember at what age. But if it's not going to be talked about in schools, we have to talk about it at home. It's very critical. It's never too late to, to start. It's never too late to turn around. Um, you might think you live in paycheck to paycheck right now, but, you know, one one drop of knowledge, it could change your whole situation around. There's ways. Um, and that that's just what I want y'all to know in 2019. 
Um, y'all can follow me at underscore checkout mech or the holy mecca on Twitter. Um, about to do some things in 2019. I just want y'all to know that I'm here. I'm open. Um, we can get we can get your shit straight. Talk it, it your ain't hard. shit. It ain't. It's like I'm. I'm. It ain't Promote hard. Queen. It, I'm not promoting. Um. It's good to know, though, you don't know, like I said, you don't know what you don't know until you're open and willing to ask. When you talk about money, people put their heads down. People walk away from the table. People start looking the other way. They not, nobody wants to really, but like, if we're if we not talking about it, damn sure the white people are over there talking about it. Because how else are they raising kids at 25 with, uh, with uh, buying houses and things like that in ways that we aren't? Um... It's tough. It's I think it's t- black people are very tough about having this talk about money, particularly because we don't have money. So it's like it, you want not talking it, about it, just gonna scare it away. I know, but it's like it's like it's the old why I still like why do I need to listen to you? You not even doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we don't got money, so why are you talking to me about financial literacy? Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think. That's why black people are a lot. I ain't got nothing to manage. Yeah, I like that. I think that's why black people are a little bit more hesitant of talking about money. <laughs> it is a conversation we do need to have, and we don't have it. I just think that in my mind, like if I'm broke, how am I talk to my kids about not being broke? If I'm broke, money management. Oh, there's ways. I know, but like if you like, why why will my child listen to me if I'm preaching and I'm not living the life I'm preaching? You you, know you are living the life. That I you're know. I'm just saying though. that's. I'm just saying that's why black people haven't historically, or we they, we haven't had enough money to really be like. I feel like to have a, a real standing in this conversation about like this is what you need. You need to invest your money. You need to do this with your money because if one we don't even have that income, and two they're probably not even doing it themselves. You got to hear me out. Though. Yeah, we're so woke right now. And oh, I'm talking, our generation. We're, yeah, yes. we're. That's what I'm saying. That was that was my my point is that we have. A bit of access. We have this bit of access, and I don't think that we're we're utilizing it the way that we need to. We have phones, we have technology, we have social media, we have word of mouth. You have conferences that people go to. There's so many ways, um, and people just need to be a resource for for other people. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing. Even if you, I'm, I'm giving this advice. I'm not a millionaire. However, everybody has something to teach. Everybody got something to share. If you got a little. You know, you know, you have to have a tip or some financial advice or whatever. Tell somebody. Each one teach one. How uh, Tavon and uh, and uh, and Dot was over here talking about. You know, Dot was like, little you know, method. yeah, like I didn't really think about it like that. You have to introduce the thought for people to start to even want to change their patterns mm-hmm. and their habits. You, we got to start to want to think about it differently. And I'm not preaching. Um, and I, I, I don't want to ever preach. I just want to be an open door. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be an open door. It mm-hmm. can, it doesn't have to be as hard. You know, money is a topic that I feel like I, I, I appreciate how I start, started thinking about it. I used to get anxiety thinking about it. It's, it's just a currency. Money don't see black and white. It could fall in my hand or the white man's hand. It's just about whoever's going out there and knowing the ways to pick it up. Uh-huh. We, it's rubles. Where it's pesos. It's uh, euros. It's, 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 it's different things. It doesn't see race. Yeah. It's, it, money doesn't see race. Very true. It, everybody needs it. So Very why true. not? It's something that we need to live and survive. We talk about water. We talk about air. It's just it's just a means to a way. We don't really. That's we all. Don't, we don't really talk about air. We, uh, we don't. Okay, it's just a means. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But it's it's just a means to but a we way. Do, we talk about money all the time. So Aww. thank you, I Mecca. Mean, yeah, I appreciate keeping awareness up and learning new methods for everything from saving to investing to. Managing your money to yeah. how you I would spend. Like to, I would like, yes. I mean, 
one thing that I think I got from there. I mean, I was gonna use it to keep it funky. Maybe later, I'll probably expound on it later. But like in 2019, I don't want to chase bags. I want to trap bags so the bags keep coming. Bags come to me. Yeah. He's chasing money. Is not going. Money don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. The money gonna stay there. You gotta bait you it gotta, to you. You gotta bait it. To, like that's easy money. I don't want to keep chasing for the whole life chasing the bag. Yeah. I want the bag to come I mean, to me. Yeah. Rap rap made that shit. Yeah. Probably. I don't want to chase a bag anymore. I want the bag just to come. I want people to come get me. Come give me the bag. Yeah, yeah your your money not your money works for you. Money does work for you. You're bringing it, you're gonna you. bring it in. Like, yeah, like people don't bring in the Brit, like bring in the yeah. bacon home. You bring yeah. in the money. I like that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to chase the bag because chase when you, like well, so you're continue, a trendsetter. Continually chasing things, it means it's getting farther away from you, mm-hmm. or it's trying to get away. Yeah, from Yeah, because you. when you continue to chase things, it's, you're chasing something that's running away from you, mm-hmm. or is ahead of you, or ahead of you. So why can't you? Why? Why? I just want us to change the term where we like instead of chasing the bag, like be we're trend, setting the trap. Be a trendsetter. We're trapping the bag. You know what I'm saying? The bag we we set in the trap. Or it could be with our our content or you know music or whatever. But we're setting the trap for the bag to come get it, and then we cut ah! <laughs> and then the bag's there. It's trapped. Yeah, I bring the bag to you. But um, thank you, Mecca. Thank you. Yeah. You have anything else? Uh, I guess we're wrapping me up. A little bit. No, I'm not. I'm just I mean, not if you have something. You, guys, no, you got something else? Mm-hmm. You got some, no, get it out. Thank you, man. Thank that's, you. That's the end of my segment. Thank you, man. Uh, like I said, you can you follow me at, at checkout mech, uh, at underscore checkout mech, or the holy mecca. Um, get that fucking paper. Get the paper. Get the, get the, get the like fucking it. bag. It's there. It's there. There are ways to get the bag. Secure the bag. That's it. That's it. Secure the bag okay for 2019? Secure the bag's okay. Okay. Uh, thank you. You did a great job. Appreciate yes. it. And um, now we're going to go into spiritual segment of the show, which is like I feel like you got to feed. It's like you're learning about um, money. You got to learn about your spirit and keep, and keep that fulfilled. Because mm-hmm. just like you're getting attacked, we get attacked. We get Our spirit gets attacked sometimes. You know, we live in a crazy world. We just finished about talking about something very heavy very heavy topic that you know can actually like break people down and has broken people down and a lot of pain comes from that but um try to give you a little inspiration to go through the week and like i say man i don't really have answers to anything i just have a lot of questions but um when i do find a little tidbit of knowledge i do want to share it with the people share it with you guys you know that's what i'm here for so um we got to think on a level higher than what we can see like our senses sometimes limit us um, our present circumstances and environments can block our view. We have to reach out with our feelings to see how possible the impossible could be. Like, I'm spiritual, and I believe in forces that are bigger than me and things that I can't fully grasp or understand. Like, you know, sometimes you can't put things into words or really convey the message of what you're feeling. But, like, really following my true feelings has never really led me wrong. Like, never led me wrong. And uh, we must continue to level up and progress and continually learn. And we can't just uh, we can't just use one of our senses to limit our possibilities, like what you see or, or, or what's around you. So we got to think on a higher level than what we can see, man. The sky's the limit is a cliche, but the sky ain't the limit, man. It's, it's further and beyond and all than anything that exists, man. Everything is made up, man. You can make up some new. You can make up a new situation for yourself, man. That's all I got today. Thank you, thank you. Perfect. Nice, short, and sweet. And that's true, man. The sky is not the limit. You know what I'm saying? That's just like you said, you, we can see the sky. You know what I'm saying? But you need to you use your You go beyond that, baby. It's all beyond that, man. Don't limit yourself. 
You got bars. You know what I'm saying? You got I'm bars. Out, I'm out here. No, but I'm going to be honest, though. I be, I be biting. <laughs> I be, <laughs> uh, like, I, like I said, I do listen. Like I said, I'm spiritual. So, like, I get my lessons from teachers better than me, man. I listen to, you know what I'm saying, pastors and, and authors, and I read, and I get things from them, and I take them, and I just put my little touch on it and how it affected me. Because, like, you know, you get a bar from somebody, and... It, it triggers your, your your memories start to light up. You know what I'm saying? It starts to you start to make connections in your own brain, and that's what I do, man. I feel like you you hear something that that, that you like, a little bar that you like. You know what I'm saying I take that. Like you got to go beyond what you see, man. It ain't all about your present circumstances. Mecca just finished talking about wealth, man. It ain't about what you got now, man. It's about what you're gonna have and what you can manifest for yourself. And when you learning about how to manage what you got, it's immediately gonna multiply. Like that's how it works. Like. God if you if you, you you take the little that you got and you use that well, it's gonna grow. And you know what I'm saying you don't don't. I feel like limitation, and we all put sometimes we put it on ourselves, man. That's that's dead, man. It's 2019. It's January. Everybody on that new new, man. Get that get that new mentality. Mm. Every week, Terry, you come with some heat. You know what I'm saying some heat. I, I, I'm giving what I got. <laughs> man, I just want to say uh, thank you, Mecca, for joining us and filling in for Dot this week. Appreciate you did a great job thank and. You. Uh, that you got somebody. That you got somebody on your toes. You better keep. You better. No, I ain't. I'm just playing. <laughs> Black people like we like competition. We like competition. So, uh, I just want to say thank you guys for listening to another episode of Marvel's Talks. Uh, please Ooh-wee. like, subscribe, um, comment on our Instagram at, at Marvel Talks. You can follow Terry at Monsterful on Instagram underscore Monsterful on uh, Twitter. You can follow uh, Dot at Spacely with three Y's, I believe. You can follow me at underscore the real SL at all social medias if you would like to. Um, Mecca, what's your social medias again? Y'all know where y'all can find me at. But anyways, Mom. I just wanted to tell y'all real quick, one money-saving tip. If you look at something in ASOS US, go to the UK website because it's always cheaper. And you can get that shit for like $50 less and save your money. That could be your shipping money. I'm on there now. All right. The education don't stop. Imagine living with me. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, remember, on the path to them, there are two rules. Stay true to yourself and stay true to the code. I want to say thank you again, everybody, for listening to another episode of Mazda Talks. Since Dot's not here, I'm going to play something funky for us to ride out to. Peace. She want the juice Only call me when I'm bustin' moves Young nigga broke by the rules All these souls actin' brand new Started off with a dime And everywhere I go I shine All these bitches wanna ride But really I ain't got the time